Good day, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are coming from, tuning in from. Yes, it's another episode of the Omega FPL show. I'm Chester Dalman, Mr. Evergreen as always. And today, my partner, Mr. Shane Bikauli, is not in. The guy went for, he went on holiday to Cape Town and I haven't heard from him. But checking his score of last week, yeah, he's distracted. That is what I was praying for. So yes, there is a God. If you did not believe, now you believe. There's a God. So today I'm going to have a short show since I am alone. So let me dive right into it. Let me start off with a review. I've watched a couple of games this week. And I started off with City versus Chelsea. Oh, City dominated Chelsea. City was all on top of Chelsea. It was a champion's display. Yes, the goal came. I wouldn't say it was a lucky goal. I would say it was a fortunate goal. But yeah, it came and uh, the assist came from Shao Cancelo, one of my players. He scored 12 points. So well up to me. Jesus, he scored the goal. Uh, yeah. Guys, let me just speak about City a bit. City, when it comes to FPL, Pep Roulette is definitely, is definitely something you need to consider. So, City's midfield is packed and it is packed with quality. So, the likes of Torres, Mares, KDB, Foden, Bernardo Silva, Sterling and even Jesus, I would say now, because he plays wide. It's the options that you can choose from Pep Guardiola's team. And for the prices, are they really worth it? I don't think so. But you might think different. Let me give you the prices. So Torres starts off at 7 mil. He had two price increases. He went to 7.2 and he came back down to 7. We have Riyad Mahrez, 8.7. We know his quality. He scores penalties. He cuts in from the left wing. But he doesn't play regularly. So is he worth it again, I ask? I do not think so. KDB, 11.9. is not yet at top form. But he's showing signs. And yes, you know that once KDB hit form, we all want him because he's on penalties, he's on free kicks. Actually, we don't know who's on penalties at City, but he's on free kicks and he's assisting everybody. Full Foden is back, guys. 7.9 million, one point shy or one million shy of eight million. I know better assets for the same price. So no, it's a no for me. Bernardo Silva, I see, is becoming the new Ilke Gunduan. 6.9 mil. And, like I say, he's becoming the new Ilke. Ilke is out, injured. When he comes back, will Bernardo still be there? We don't know. Raheem Sterling. This is one of, I would say, the most underrated players in the league. 10.7. <laughs> Guys, 
I don't know, but it's it's bad, man. It's bad. The players, their their prices are too high. They are too high. The city assets, and to be affected by paper roulette, it's I I wouldn't. It's a risk that I'm not willing to take. Chelsea on the other end, ha! Chelsea were beaten comfortably. Chelsea were chasing shadows the entire game. None of the assets provided anything. I think Chelsea's defense, I wouldn't say it was solid, but there were some glimpses to why we are boasting about the Chelsea defense. The Rudigers, the Christiansons, the Thiago Silvers. I had Reese James in my team, unfortunately. He went off in the 34th minute, I think. So one point from him. And now I'm stuck with him on my bench. Yeah, Marcus Alonso, he is definitely a second striker. Guys, don't be fooled. He is not a defender. So for the price of 5.9, go get it. Go and get it. That is what I'm going to do. James is going out. Alonso is coming in. The other, another game I, I reviewed was Leeds versus West Ham. Let me just touch on Leeds quickly. Rafinha. I don't think I give him enough credit. The goal Rafinha scored. He is not supposed to score goals like that. He has no business scoring a goal like that. He plays on the right hand side. Cuts in. And he takes a shot from the middle of the box. I do not understand, guys. This guy is quality. His quality is someone I wish I had in my team. It's too late for me now. But if you are out there and you're willing to go for Rafinha because Leeds fixtures, they have a good fixture swing at the moment. And he's one that can bring you in points. West Ham was doing what West Ham does. They were killing teams. They killed Leeds. First and second half. Okay, I only watched the first half because it was bittersweet for me. Antonio was on his A game. Coming back from his suspension. Brought him back into my team. He was on his A game. He was my captain. But he was not clinical. He missed three chances. Benrama was there to assist those chances. West Ham are attacking and they have good value for the players. So yeah, I watched the first half and it was zero it was one nil actually after the first half. West Ham were trailing and Antonio and Ben Rama is becoming the new trend in Salah. They are assisting one another, they know where they understand each other's runs and they just find one another simple so yeah jump guys guys especially if you still don't have him what is it now the eighth week in a row if you still don't have him antonio is the man antonio was my captain and he provided even though it was in the last minute of the game that is what my captain does and then the big one on, oh, it wasn't the big one, sorry. It was the entertaining one on Saturday afternoon. Brentford versus Liverpool. 
Hashtag bees. Guys, I will never forget Brentford. As you all know, I'm a Liverpool fan. I wasn't sure what to make of Brentford. But I know that their the defense is strong. And that's what they proved. Or let me... Yeah, they proved it. Because their defenders were in the mix when it came to when it came to goals. They were giving my defense trouble. They were giving my goalkeeper trouble. The game ended 3-3. It was two points lost for Liverpool. I'm saddened by it. But Brentford deserves the one point. They even deserve more than one point, if I need to be honest. Only because of status. Liverpool is a big team, they are a small team, but they went toe-to-toe with Liverpool. They clash of the titans. If you do not know football, you would think that those were the top two teams in England competing against one another. Yeah, guys, uh, when it came to Brentford, I love their defence. I spoke about Janssen last week. He was at it again. He almost scored, he hit the bar, but it was his other defending partner who actually scored the goal this time. And the guy Ayer, or I don't know how to pronounce his name, A-J-E-R, he cleared a ball off the line. So look at these defenders, they're scoring goals, they are clearing off the line. They are assisting, they are doing all of the things, so yeah. I know one of the defenders as well, Henry, he plays in the midfield, so for you guys who are still looking for Landstrom, there he is. And then obviously guys, the king himself, the man in form, the guy who has the best start to his FPL career, Mohamed Salah was at it again with a goal. Yes, he was a captain for many of you and it was a good choice. So. Curtis Jones came back and he came straight into the starting 11. So on that one, Shane, I do apologize. I know I, I said Curtis Jones is not a starter. He's part of Team B. But yeah, Curtis Jones is a baller. He actually, you know, I, I felt proud seeing Curtis Jones. I, you know, we speak about Mason Mount, we speak about Phil Foden. Mason Greenwood, you know, those, the, the, the English teenagers, or the English youngsters. And then, hi, Curtis Jones, he's the one for me, of Liverpool. Shane, you saw him, you said it, I disagreed, but now I'm in agreement, I, I apologize to you. Guys, let me just say something, I, and this is a bit hard to say, but anyway. I might be the new Drake, or no, I might be the Drakers. Shane said it last time, I think Faiz said it as well. Whenever I buy a player, or whenever I have a player, their performance tends to go down. Trent Alexander-Arnold, ever since I have him in my team, he has not produced a goal, or an assist, or a clean sheet. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a sad one for me when it comes to Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's not performing and now he's even injured. 
Another one where I think I'm part of the Drakers is Cristiano Ronaldo, the most captain player this past week, blanked. It was a bittersweet game for all of us as FPL fans because in the 90th minute or actually at the time even, Man United received what Man United receives. And who stepped up? None other than Bruno Fernandes. Hey, <laughs> how ironic was this? Bruno, there's many people who kept faith in you. And you went, you stepped up, placed the ball, and I don't know. I know you were praying to the heavens, but I don't think the heavens asked for the ball. He rocketed it over the, over the pole into the heavens, and the game was done. I think that's the clear pressure that he's facing at the moment with Ronaldo in the team. I'm not going to bash Man United. They played against a well-sorted Aston Villa. Villa deserved the win. Villa outplayed United in the first half. By the way, guys, I did not even watch this game. But I watched the highlights of this game. And you know when the highlights only shows one team, it means that team played well. So, Villa got away with it. Uh, Courtney House scored the goal from a corner, a controversial corner, but anyway, it was a goal. And then he tripped someone in the box and it led to the penalty, which Bruno missed. The, la the last game I covered was the London derby, which was on Sunday afternoon. Arsenal versus Spurs coming from the Emirates Stadium. So, you know, it was an, a very open game for the first 10 minutes. It could go either way, Spurs or Arsenal. But because, and I've mentioned the Spurs as a new coach, they have a new strategy, they have new tactics. They just weren't gelling. Arsenal quickly fired in three goals. It was a quick three goals and it left Spurs in sixes and sevens. I mean, you had the, light, the likes of Smith, Rowe, Odegaard, Saka, Jean, well up to you. Well up to you, Jean. You came and you told us about these boys, these youngsters, and you, you reaped the rewards because you had Saka in your team. There was Obamayang, Tomayasu, Tierney. They all are attacking players. And they attacked Spurs from the left, from the right. And when Spurs would, they would, they would attack or defend all on one side. If the ball is on the right, they will all be on the right and leave the left hand side open where Smith Rowe was. If Smith Rowe had the ball, Saka would be left open. Oba was controlling the front. Tierney, not Tierney. Uh, Thomas Partley and Xhaka was controlling the muds. Tierney and Tomayasu were the overlaps. Yeah, so when it came to Arsenal, what a great performance. And the best part about Arsenal is that they have budget players. I mean, Smith Rowe, he goes for 5.3 million. He scored 12 points, a goal and an assist. 
Saka, he goes for 6.2 million. He scored a goal and he assisted as well. So, yeah, Arsenal was on top of the game. They were on top of Spurs. Spurs were dull. Spurs had nothing to offer. They only had, I would say, Lucas Mora. He was looking lively. But he had no space. He had nothing he could do. Kane could buy Kane. Kane not in my team. No pain, no Kane. No Kane, much pain. Yeah. Uh, Son, yes, a goal from you. A fortunate goal, I would say. It wasn't your perf the performance didn't credit the goal, you know. So, guys, I still say stay away from Spurs assets. They are not worth it, they are expensive. I said that this guy is overpriced, son, and yes, I still think he is. But if you do want to buy a player, go for son. I think he's the only option. But he's overpriced, don't get me wrong. Kane, toothless, toothless, defending even now. I don't know. Uh, Nuno, it might be a tough season for you and Spurs, but yeah, you are there for the taking. Moving along, guys. Those are the games that I reviewed the past week. And I, I, I don't know. FPL aside, let's talk Premier League. Chelsea loses, Man United loses, and then. City beats Chelsea so they can be level on points. Liverpool goes and go draw. I hate it. I hate it. Guys, I need to make I need to create this gap so I can win the league. But it shows that the league is competitive this season. We are much more teams competing with one another. Not all of us are you know, not all of us has the best players. Not all of us has the best systems and tactics, but at least we're competing. It's not a one or two horse race this time. And that is what I meant before. Moving along. Players to watch. So the players I've chosen that you need to watch or that I've been watching. Number one, Jordan Henderson. With the return of a fit Fabinho, Henderson is not a CDM. He's gone to right, right mid. And with Trent being out injured now, even with Trent being there, Henderson is crossing so many balls. And you know with Liverpool, we do not have a number 9. We don't have a central. So Firmino was not big on headers. He can header, but he's not big on it. But Jota is there now. Jota is heading the ball in. Or at least he's heading towards goal. The goalkeeper is saving it. He's, he's producing. So Henderson, yeah, he's attacking. He's much more attacking. He's going for 5 mil at the moment. He's one up there. I've seen his performances of late. It warrants him a place on your watch list at least. Smith Rowe, we spoke about him. He goes for 5.3. He's... I don't agree with the number 10 on his back, but he has it, so he's performing at the moment. 
So I give him that. You give credit to its due. Saka 6.2. Yeah. Saka, ah guys, we know Saka is a good player and is a is a cheap option actually. So Arsenal's fixtures at the moment are good. It plays into his hands. And then one guy that I've been watching is Andros Townsend from Everton. His price went up to 5.5 mil. Or let me say, he was 5.5 mil. He went down to 5.4. It went up. He's back to 5.5. He scored a penalty the past week. Calvert Lewin is not there. He took a penalty. He's playing. He actually gels with the team. I'm not saying he didn't gel by his previous team, but I'm seeing a different Townsend this time. And he's one that might come into my team very soon. Yeah, so as I said, guys, we're having a short show. No, we are not at the end yet. I'm just thinking about those of you uh, who are still looking at your wildcard options. It's that time of the season where players have, we see the good from the bad. We see the potential from the goal scorers. We know who is premiums and who are not. So if ever you want to wildcard, there are many things to consider. You consider fixtures, consider your team value, consider players who are in form. So let me just give you a few players that if you would want to wildcard that you need to look at. I think Chelsea's fixture swing makes Chelsea's players undroppable. In defense, I say it all the time, Marcus Alonso, number one on the list. But if you want an alternative, Rudiger, Antonio Rudiger. Rudiger is ever-present in the Chelsea defense, unlike, for instance, Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva is, we know him. We, I don't have to talk about him. We know what he's capable of. We know his quality. But I think it's because of the age. He is rotated a lot. Rudiger is one of the players who is not rotated. Alonso, like I said, he is a second striker. Alonso, like I said, he is a second striker. So you cannot go wrong with him. He, he brings in points. <laughs> Guys, actually, Alonso scores almost every other game. So he could be Lukaku's uh, competition. No, I'm just kidding. But Marcus Alonso or Rudiger in defense and Lukaku up front. Guys, the turn of fixtures for Chelsea is amazing. Go look at it. Go look at Lukaku. Alonso could either be assisting Lukaku or Lukaku could be assisting Alonso. We don't know how it goes. Another fixture swing that is favorable is Leeds. And for the time being, I think the only Leeds asset you need to own is Rafinha. Like I'm saying, I watched the game on Saturday. Rafinha had no business scoring a goal, but he scored it anyway. So at the moment, go for Rafinha if you are using your wildcard. 
And then the arsenal assets because they are cheap, Smith Rowe and Saka are the ones to go for. Watford. Sa. Sa guys, 6.3 million. Sa is the Wolfred Zaha of Watford. Nothing that happens in the team he's not involved in. So he's one you need to look at. And then Man City. Man City is a solid team. Doesn't matter who they face. Except PSG, probably. <laughs> but yeah. Man City, Shao Cancelo looks as if he's stuck on the starting lineup. And Ruben Diaz. Guys, Diaz is the captain even now. So, I personally, I have Cancelo. I I, when I used my wildcard, I took Cancelo over Diaz, but both of, both of them has potential scoring threats. Diaz more than Cancelo because corners, free kicks, Diaz is up there and he's strong. I actually, I think I owe Diaz an apology. I owe him, he, he, he is a brilliant player. I gave him too little credit. No, I did not rob him. I did not say he's a good player. But I didn't give him enough credit. He is strong. He's a leader. He deserves the captain's armband. Other budget options to look for is Abdullah Yedekore from Everton. You know, guys, when you use a wildcard, I think pack your midfield. Since there are so many cheap midfield options and players who are scoring. Like I said when I started, look for... Scorers above of potential scorers. So yes, Harry Kane is a potential scorer, but Cristiano Ronaldo is actually scoring. You know what I mean. Yeah, and then the, the usuals that stays in your team, the Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, Emi Martinez of Aston Villa, Sanchez of Brighton, Damari Gray, I would actually say, yeah, keep him in. And then, obviously, Mohamed Salah, guys. Build your team around Salah. Yes, you will have a bad game. A bad game is going to come for Salah. But how many good games will he be having? And those are the ones that you do not want to miss out on. Yeah, so... <laughs> if you are fortunate enough to still have a wildcard... Just be careful because the international break is coming up. It comes up after the next game week. So after that, if you activate it now, or no, if you're activating it, if you're planning to activate it, rather wait for the international break where players go and plays for the countries. They get injured. They get played four games in a row without even drinking water. Yeah, when they get back to your club, they might be injured. Use it as soon as the international break is over. And then, you know, you have a better understanding or a clearer idea of who to play and who not to play. And then, yeah, our mini log, mini league. I don't know why I say mini log, Shane's word. Our mini league, the Omega FPL league, our Magnificent 7. It's going through some changes. Guys, we have a new leader. 
We have a leader in Lavert. He scored 66 points this week. Gives him a total of 425 points. And his captain, guys, this week was all about captains. His captain this week was Mohamed Salah. Salah scored 7 points, so which gave him a total of 14. Down into second place, last week's leader, Marcio, scored a shameful 41 points, 409 points in total. He went for the most popular captain this week, Cristiano Ronaldo, and he blanked. So, I think it's a, <laughs> a selfish four points, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but four points from Ronaldo to Marcio, which puts him in second place, 16 points behind our leader, Levert. I'm still stuck in third place. I haven't moved. I scored 60 points this game week, 397 points in total, and I captain Antonio. Antonio came through for me with a last-minute goal. Antonio was the obvious captain, in my opinion. And watching the first half, Antonio could have had a hat-trick in this game, so I was a bit annoyed. But yeah, he scored 8 points, so a total of 16 for me. I'm now only 12 points behind Mr. Marcio. Marcio, I'm coming for you. Godfrey, he's all the way to 4th place. Oh no, he stays in 4th place, yes. He has a total... Oh, he scored 47 points. He has a total of 381. He too, Captain Antonio. He is only 16 points below me. And then Tebojo, he made the jump from 6th place to 5th. He scored 51 points. 377 in total. He captained Salah. And he's only 4 points behind Godfrey. Shane, guys... Mr. Shane, who is my partner, who is at the moment on holiday, I think, I don't even know. He scored 38 points, a pathetic 38 points. He has 371, he captain Salah, and he's 6 points behind Tebojo. And then Tumi, Itumalang, he scored 48 points, 352 points in total. He captain Antonio, he's 19 points from Shane. The point difference of the Magnificent 7 is 73 points. So yes, it's growing. Yeah, so Levert is doing something right. And to me, I don't know are you falling off or what's going on. But the point difference is opening up. It was 64 last week, it's 73 this week. Let me reveal my team and choose my captain. Actually, my captain chose himself. As soon as I had the fixture, Liverpool versus City, my captain was chosen, Mohamed Salah. He will show the champions of last season that he will be champion this season. So, in goalkeeper, I will be playing Guaita. He's going... He's playing at home to Leicester City. I'm afraid of Jamie Vardy, but 
yeah, let me go with him. Sanchez, I, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure who will be in who will be between my sticks. But in defense, guys, my defense is going through a torrid time at the moment. Trent Alexander Arnold is injured, Reese James is injured. So I'll be going with Cancelo versus Liverpool. Marcel is going is playing against Newcastle. Levermento facing his former team Chelsea. Chelsea at home. Hey, Lukaku might run a riot in my team. And then in my mids, I have Diogo Jota versus City because Liverpool are winning. Mohamed Salah, my captain. Conor Gallagher versus Leicester. And Damari Gray, who I hope will score a goal against Man United, even though it's at Old Trafford. And then up front, I will be playing with three. It is Antonio playing against Brentford. Guys, I have experience of Brentford, so I don't know if Antonio is the perfect captain this week. Ronaldo is playing Everton. And then Wang against Newcastle. Wang hasn't started the game yet. Ronaldo played 95 minutes in the Champions League. So yeah, as you can see, I have a dilemma actually. My my team is guys. I have I've had red arrows for two weeks. This past week I had green arrows, and I can see red arrows already coming my way. So I do not know what I'm gonna do. I might burn eight points. Yes, eight is a lot, but I might burn eight points, or I might burn four, or I might just roll over my free transfer. But if I do transfer, I want Sa of Watford or I want Benrama. And that will be for Fornells. Fornells out, Sa or Benrama in. James and Trent. I don't know how long they'll be out injured, so I will not substitute I will not transfer them just as yet. Yeah, so guys, I know it's a very short show this week. Uh, we'll be having Shane back on the show next week. I hope that he comes back to Joburg so we can uh, uh, host the show together, so we can work in the studio. But for now, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for the listeners every other week. Guys, please do not forget go like, go subscribe, go follow, we are on Twitter, we are on Facebook, we are on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, at Omega FPL. It's simple, it's as simple as that. Just go there, like us, drop us a message, we will be playing all the voice notes on the show next week. Thank you. And goodbye.